ahead of my dreams. Oh, man, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> no, but I mean all these <laughs> melodies. And, and Oh, this is awesome stuff. That's not the message today, but I, I just, somehow when we worship and it's just a beautiful, beautiful interchange with the Lord. And I just thank God for it. And thank God there's no American Idol in heaven. And, and we can just do it, you know, with the voices we have and the instruments we have. Thank you guys for bailing me out this morning. I got a, a new Bible here at the start of the year. You know, there's a lot of things getting new. <laughs> Getting a new heart, a new, <laughs> new Bible, a new devotional. I got rid of my old one and got a new devotional too. And, but this Bible, I really liked it. And, and uh, how many of you have ever done that, you know, that open flop method with the Bible? You know, you just wake up and it opens up and all of a sudden it's, oh, my gosh, God's speaking right to me. How did he know that, you know? And it just... So I had this new Bible, and that happened. Brand new Bible. And I turned to Psalms 81, (laughs) and here's what it said. Oh, that my people would listen to me. That Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. If Mark would listen to me, if you would listen to me, you probably wouldn't be struggling with all the anxieties and the doubts and the fears and the things that you go through day to day. If you would just listen to me. Oh, if my people would listen to me, I would soon subdue their adversaries. She said to the children of Israel, and it was an appeal for their repentance. You know, in Acts, it talks about this. It says, God has overlooked the times of ignorance, but now he's calling for men everywhere to repent. And this is the time to do that. Lord, I repent for eating wrong. (laughs) I've even had to repent for having, the other day, I had to repent for having that latte past 4 (laughs) o'clock. And (laughs) it's just, you know, in the middle of the night, I repent, I repent, you know. <laughs> oh, that my people would listen to me. So they wouldn't have to go through that. Just to listen to the Lord. So I want to talk about that this morning. Isaiah 55 goes along with that too. It's really good. And that is an invitation I'm sure it's very familiar to you, but that's an invitation to an abundant life. You know, come, everyone who who thirsts, come to the waters. Verse 2 says, the last part, listen carefully to me and eat what is good. It says that. Listen carefully and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. If we would just do what the Lord says, we could delight ourselves in a life in an abundance that is far beyond our expectation. 
And I've been meaning to, I, I, I kind of felt that this morning, I was going to have to explain this in one way or another. My hair is standing up because uh, a pastor years ago said, God, uh, Mark, God wants to blow your mind. Ever since I heard that message, it's been standing up. So <laughs> I thought I'd explain that. Uh, listen to me and your soul will delight itself in abundance. All he's asking for us is to just, he who has an ear, let him hear. Just listen. And that's a real challenge for us in a world that has how many options we are bombarded with every day. You know, we just, we just get, oh man, all the things we are bombarded with on our phones. Uh, and man, I went to get gas one day in Minneapolis at this popular gas station there and and I pulled up to the pump and I'm getting the news and somebody's talking to me and I had a chance to get hot dogs and chips and and I just wanted gas. (laughs) Bob, I just wanted gas to get on with my life. And that's before I even got home and turned on the TV with hundreds of channels, you know, or before I started listening to music with 2,000 songs and getting it. And that's all before checking emails and Facebook. Every day. And don't think for a second, people, it affects you. That it affects us. And it subtly gets into our lifestyle. It subtly gets into our relationship with the Lord of coming near to Him to hear Him and be with Him. Our number one calling. And so I believe this is a key thing right now for it, more than ever before where we have to come to a place and, and deal and yield, really just simply yield to the Lord and let Him subdue those enemies. Let Him deal with those voices. I don't know how to do it. I don't have no nice little program, nice little three-point message. This will deal with going to the gas pump. No. <laughs> Obey God and do what he says that day. And he can handle those and deal and subdue those enemies. God is greater than all our technology. God is greater than all these voices. God is greater than all of our anxieties that come against us. And so he says here in verse 3, Incline your ear. Come to me. Hear in your soul shall live. We're talking about the way we're supposed to live. Come, like Rob, (laughs) that was beautiful when you said just how to host that meeting. You gave those three instructions. Do that. Now for just walking with the Lord, just show up, hear, listen, obey, and live. Isn't that cool? He just breaks it down real simple. I thank God for, for our Bible school, my Bible school background. This was in the early 1970s, and, and I got saved at the tail end of the, the Jesus movement. And when we went to the small charismatic Bible school, about 100 students, and, oh, man, we just had the craziest people of all walks of life. And, and it was very unorthodox. I thank God for that. Uh, 
They did give us like little tests. But the main requirement was for us was to show up. That's how we were graded. You know, pass or fail. You showed up. So all we had to do was show up. And you pass. Isn't that cool? That's a good, you know, <laughs> college, isn't that? And then you get to worship and you... You meet all these other people who are just as crazy as you or you as them and you know, and it was it was fun. <laughs> you know? And we did that for two years. And I, I just say but God knew that's what we needed. That's I would have never made it in, in like in another college, like oh, there's no way. I would have never made it. Uh and he knew that. And he knows just exactly what you need. See, he knew that you needed to hear this right now. See, God is the ever-present God right now. He's here. I am. And he knew, knows that you need to hear this. You showed up to church today. All right. Now, listen. It's so beautiful this morning. I, I appreciated that, gentlemen, uh, when we... When we got to pray upstairs, that was so nice. Just to, we didn't have to pump up anything before the service. Wasn't that great? To just sit there and just and, and listen. So those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings of eagles. God will take you to a place that is higher than I. If we would just, you know, you just got to just spread them wings out and just let them do it. You can't try to do all the flapping all the time. We got, we got that. That's ducks, I think. But, but you got to just, you just got to just let it. Breathe on me, breath of God. My spirit yearns for you. And then it just starts to take you up. Incline your ear to me. And this, you see, and this isn't just a Sunday morning thing. This is what we're supposed to do in our life. Worship is very portable. Isn't that cool? You can take it anywhere. It's available anytime. You can worship in your car, in your kitchen, home, anywhere. It's really cool. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. That's a great chapter. Then verse 12 says, Then you'll go out with joy, be led forth with peace. That's what he told us about this trip here, and it's been good. Psalms 81, let's go back there. And he said that he would subdue the enemies, the multitudes of anxieties. No, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Go to Psalms 94. This is a a scripture we share a lot about with the anxieties. And if you've been struggling and you just find, I, I found myself just getting all freaked out about things that I never used to. Just little things. Oh, Bob, you're going to love this. Janelee, she's just the greatest wife. She just she she did all my clothes one day. She washed them. She folded them. She had put them, and they were there in the living room in the basket. And she was just doing that. And 
And I was missing one sock. Oh, yeah, major, this is major trial here. <laughs> Where's that sock? Well, it's around somewhere. Well, what do you mean somewhere? Where is it? I just... I had to have my REI sock. It was that wool one, and it was cold. I mean, it matched, you know. And it just, <laughs> and I had to have it. Tweaked out. And, and I shared that a week ago, at a, the same thing at a, at a drug rehab place. And, and a guy come up after the service. He says, man, thank you for sharing that. That was me. I did that exact thing. He said, uh, I said, you find something? Yeah, 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 that's cool. So I'm leaving. I go out in a parking lot, and I'm pulling out, and I hear this knock on the window, and the guy's holding the sock up by the window. <laughs> Here's a verse for those of you that are suffering such a dilemma. Psalm 94, 19. In the multitude. Well, you know how anxieties go. It's not just one, is it? No, no, it's a bunch of them, man. They go, they, anxieties come in gangs. <laughs> they, they just come at you. Oh, yeah. In the multitude of my anxieties with, within me. Scripture says, within me, the multitude within me, your comforts delight my soul. Jesus said, I will send the comforter to you, the Holy Spirit. And when we just stop and let the comforter comfort, it'll bring delight to your soul. I mean... (laughs) God takes me through a quadruple bypass, but he can't find my sock. What's that? 18? Oh, if my foot slips, okay. Thank you. Oh, Lord. So God, you know, so it's... These things that are hindering us from listening. That we have to allow the Holy Spirit to help, help us deal with this. And bring us to a place. And what it is, it's, it's, it's to bring us to a place where we can... There's a one word. I mean, I think it's such a very crucial and key word for us to remember. And when we're going through these dealings... And the word is yield. Remember those yellow yield signs <laughs> used to be out in the street? Yeah, yield in your heart. And what that means, that's an attitude. You just come and uh, inside. That's what you do. You just do that inside. You yield. I yielded this morning as Rob and the team, they started worshiping. And you yield to that's part of listening. You just calm, you're quiet, you're still, and you yield your heart, your spirit, soul, and bring it into subjection to the Lord. And it's just, you just yield ourselves to Him. So allow the Holy Spirit to bring you to that place. So, Lord, just have your way. Just 
flood over me. Take me, Lord. And we're, we're going to close today, too, with a, a, good, a good prayer that David prays that, that's, I love to pray, and it's so helpful. But the Holy Spirit to bring us to a place of yielding to him. See, a place of rest at the beginning of the day so you can function throughout the day. There's times in the morning, too, where I just have to just be quiet. Well, I'll tell you what I love up here. You got the stars. My gosh. Gary, the other night, I just, when I got up early, I just peeked out the, oh, yeah, they're still there. <laughs> Bob, when we were at your place over, you know, uh, over here, when you lived over here at Williams Lake, and we went home that night, I said, my gosh, what planet are we on? stars and and to just you have that sometimes to just be still and to just bask in God's awesomeness and and that's a place of rest and it's a good good place to learn to function from there's another verse that we share a lot in Isaiah 55 it says in returning and in rest quietness and confidence shall be your strength. See, that's why all hell's coming loose in your minds. It doesn't want you to come to that place of rest. Because when we come to that place of rest, that's where that sweet communion with the Lord, just that one word today, or just that one little thing that, 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 that just, oh my gosh, God is with me. That was God. God spoke that. I opened my Bible, my brand new Bible, and he said, if you would just listen to me. It's God himself just spoke to me out of my new Bible. If you would just listen to me. Just slow down. Uh, when, years ago, we, uh, when we made that CD, A Heart After You, and I had to get away, and I just was, it was very important to me. And so I just went away to pray and fast. And so uh, we went outside the, the city. They had these little cabins where the Catholic priests and the, the monks would go. And you could go out there, and, and you, you, you check in with them. You, know, you check in at the front desk, and you get in the pickup, and they give you this little fr- fruit basket, and they take you out to this cabin. And then they, you know... You make arrangements, okay, come back and get me 24 hours, will you? You say, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And so they drop you off out there, and, you, you know, you're out there. That's it. Joshua Tree, you're out there. You're out in the middle of nowhere. I've lived in the city now for quite a few years, so this, this was freaky. I got out there, and it was quiet, and it just, oh, it was driving me nuts. And I saw this big bee, huge bee. I said, he's going to die. He's not going to mess up my quiet time. So the first half hour I spent chasing him down, I killed him, that bee. He went home to be with Jesus. (laughs) He had to die. I got to get my peace. And I finally did. And then in the middle of the night, I wake up, and then they had their statues there for the, you know, saint, whatever. It scared the living daylights right out of me, man. 
Yeah. But if I, I finally calmed down after a while, and it took just about 24 hours to just repel all the noise, all the clutter, all of this, you see, and quiet that. And then they came and got me. And the lady at the front desk, she said, you know, really, most people come for two days. The first day is just for shutdown. The second day is when you start hearing. You see? And we don't realize this, but God does. If my people would listen to me, I'd subdue those things that are hindering you from coming to be with me. I love you more than every grain of sand. And I want you to be with me. And you have that in your heart. You feel that. But there's this battle. And God gives us the strategy, doesn't he? He gives us the strategy. He knows what it will take for you. Some, you know, some of us, he has to get us in the hospital, right, Chad? <laughs> and we say, he touched me. <laughs> Before we can start, you know to look at things and get that upgrade come up to a higher level I want to close with this today this prayer in Psalms 143 Psalms 143 verse 7 I want to start there because that's how we usually pray in the midst of our crisis where anxieties are just kind of peaking you know Here's a good prayer for that. It says, Answer me speedily, O Lord. <laughs> Psalms 143, 7. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, lest I be like those who go down to the pit. And here it is, what we want to pray this morning. Cause me to hear your loving kindness, said the morning. For in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk. For I lift up my soul to you. That's a good morning prayer. Teach me to hear your loving kindness. There might be different versions so that it says a different word for cause. But to hear it in the morning. The start of the day while you're listening to hear what a great way to start today to hear the God of the universe the God who created you and says I love you and I'll be with you throughout this day cause me to know the way in which I should walk for I lift up my soul unto you deliver me O Lord from my enemies for in you I take shelter Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. And I'm changing it. Lead me in the land of upgrade. (laughs) And revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake. Father, we thank you. Hear our prayer this morning, Lord. As we come, even right now, and just yield 
ourselves afresh to you. Lord, you see everyone in this room and just the different lives, the paths, the plans that you have for us to walk with you and what that means. Lord, teach us to hear that still small voice in the midst of this noisy world. That you would develop an ear in us, Lord, to hear your loving kindness in the morning and even throughout the day and to walk with you and you with us. Even as you prayed, Jesus, that we would be one, just the same way you walked and how the Father guided you. Lord, we just say, let that be fulfilled. Let that be fulfilled here in Big Bear with your, your servants, your children this morning. And it'll be like even the fragrance of Christ to those that are perishing. Because they'll know that they've been with you, Lord. They've been with Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the honor, the privilege to be called children of God. And that we could gather together and have fellowship here this morning and worship together. Lord, revive us. Awaken what needs to be awakened in us. And let what needs to be still be still. That we can walk the way you've created us to. Now the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord Lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Receive that today. Go in that. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Keep us in prayer as we we head back. (laughs) Thank you. To Minneapolis tomorrow.